0: Hi, it's Wes Johnson and John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done.
1: Guys, we're doing a special extra bonus episode of GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, my name is Mike we're here hosting again. I have got the wonderfully talented Brandon Clark on the line right now via the magical, mystical means of Skype. Uh, Brandon is quite the talented artist in general. Uh, he's a writer, but he does more than just that. Um, but instead of me telling you what he does, why don't we let the man himself talk? Brandon, say hello to the fine folks.
0: Hey everybody. How are you doing? So Brandon, Uh, tell me, tell me a
1: a little bit about what you do. Um, specifically, like I I know you're writing, we were just talking about that, that you were writing before uh, you came on the air with us. Uh, but what kind of stuff do you write?
0: So I like to, like, focus more on, like, you know, the supernatural, horror, suspense, thriller. I'm more into, like, that kind of genre. Um, Just anything that deals with, like, you know, um, uh, something above being a human. Like witches and wizards and demons and aliens and, like, all that good stuff. So um, I know that um, that just always has intrigued me more than like, you know, love stories or whatever. <laughs>
1: oh, no, I know, I, so. I, I think we can all appreciate that, too. I mean, this is a site devoted to, we call it the Great Geek Refuge. So, I mean, it's all about mm-hmm. things that we're geeky about. And, like, I I mean, everybody loves fantasy. Everybody loves uh, those sorts of things. And, I mean, it makes the life a little bit more interesting, for sure. Um, oh, definitely. What is the, <clears throat> what is the project? Because I know that you're working on a new one right now. Yeah. What's, like, yeah. where can we find your stuff? Like, and... What is it called? Like what is it about? Like the, the, give me give me some give me some details here. Like pitch, sell yourself to all of our listeners, Brandon. Why would why would anybody want to know
0: what it is that you write? So my first novel has been self-published. It's called The Brave and the Wicked. You can find my stuff at uh www.thebraveandthewicked.com. And you can, you know, you can buy the um the actual book and like you know, you see the synopsis of it. But um, people should buy this um, book. If you love horror, you'll definitely love this novel. Um, it's definitely full of suspense, scary moments, um, a lot of like um, intriguing characters who um, are basically affected by this evil thing that's lurking Salem, and it's based off in Salem. Um, but to give you a nice little pitch of, <clears throat> of what the book is about, um, it's about a girl named Jade Summers who finds out that she is a, um, that she's a witch, And um, she has these magical powers, but also with those powers comes great responsibility because she is now the the new guardian of this evil box after her mother was murdered. So, um, and by her uncle. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So there's a lot of like twists and turns and a lot of dark stuff that's in this, in this novel. And a lot of, there's a dark past that Jade has with her family and, that she has to reconcile with um or she comes to terms with because you know sometimes like you know unfortunately we don't choose the family we come from we just we, we're just born in it and like we so we, we we choose the family as we get as we live in our lives we choose who our family is but as far as like biologically we can't choose who we who we come from so like she she's basically has like this burden that has been like put on her and um and she just she's trying to find a way to, to you know deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So to say.
1: And I think that that's a, a great analogy for what a lot of us deal with is there, yeah. there's a lot of pressure in, in, like, especially in today's day and age where it, it used to be in years past, you could never really call out your family, right? right. Like, oh, just right. everybody needs to get along. Everybody needs to get along. But now there's such a, a push for, and honestly, rightfully so for people being able to stand up for themselves and demand a certain level of respect and saying, no, you're my family. I don't care if you're my family. You don't deserve, I don't deserve to be treated like this and demanding self-respect. And it's a wonderful thing. And I think that this like, it sounds like a perfect book for the modern Mm -hmm. age. What's interesting. And I was looking over your website and I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, One of the things that you said in your bio is uh, you said that um, when you found your true passion, it was, it it was all involved with, uh, with cosplay as well. And that you wanted to Mm -hmm. create characters and backstories based on the characters that you were cosplaying. So tell me a little bit about that. Like,
0: yeah, because I I don't like doing characters that everyone else does. Like when you go to conventions, you see the same run of the mill characters. You see the same Batmans and the Deadpool's and the Harley Quinns. and and I just I I as creative as people are in the cosplay community, I wish that they would just learn how to be a little bit more like not so. Typical, like you know, and I never want to be typical. I never want to. I want to stand out, and like that's just my ego talking, I guess. But I want to stand out. <laughs> yeah. Want to, you know, I want to make an like a real. Imp- I love seeing like the like the um the the expression of people's faces when they see my costumes because it's like whoa, what is that? Like you know, yeah. where is this from? And and I and I love being able to say like, oh, this is my own thing. Not to say that I haven't done established characters because I have. But I get more of a kick out of, like, doing my own thing um, and having my own backstory and having my own name for them. Like, I know last year I did a character called The Master of Time and Space. And people were just, was just so mystified by it because they were all just, like, looking at me saying, like, where is this from? Like, you know, I was like, well, it's from my mind. It's from my brain. So, like, guess where it's from? <laughs> so, it's like. That's awesome. And I got like tell me that like oh you know you look like you're from like you should be like in a movie or something like that and so i can definitely appreciate that that's something that i definitely want to be known for as my originality and like you know my fierceness so
1: (laughs) and you guys can actually see some of these too if you go to uh, www.thebraveandthewicked.com and you click on Mm -hmm. bio it actually has some pictures of brandon's cosplay that he's done and some of it is just incredible um i did i I like the pennywise that you have in there too that was really yeah and like i just i gotta i gotta give you credit man incredible incredible cosplays like the the level of detail like the genie character that you have oh yeah (laughs) like your skin your eyes like the costume itself is just there's so much detail and like there's a certain level like that i just i gotta give you props like so many people will just like go out and buy something that's store-bought and, like, you can tell that what you did is not
0: no, off of a no. rack.
1: This is something that is custom. No.
0: It's just, all my costumes are custom made big yeah. time. Like, I cannot, I do not feel comfortable wearing. Like, the only thing I get from the store is, like, gloves yeah. or maybe, like, sh- like the, the shoes. Like, I, like, you know, shoes or, like, that's the only thing I get from, like, Amazon or I go to a costume store. That's what I get from, or makeup yeah but when it comes to the actual costume, no, all that is actually like custom made from the ground up, you know yeah. so I just yeah that's just how I feel about that
1: so when with all of this too, I mean, you mentioned that you just you love creativity and you love like being unique because and and honestly like that's that's part of what our website is about is we want to share people who have things that they're passionate about, things that they're geeky about, right. and give them a voice. Because right now in the world that we live in, there's so much negativity spread uh, across the internet that we want positivity to be spread. And we want it to be, instead of just platitudes and like, oh, everybody should be happy and everybody should be positive. No, let's share the things that we love and let's share the things that we want to be our careers, be our legacy. Um, And that's why I wanted to talk to you because in just looking over your website, I was just incredibly impressed at the amount of detail that you put into this do you have like a regular day job or is this some is this something yeah. that you've turned into your career?
0: So, I do have a day job. Um I'm hoping that one day that I can quit my job and do what I love full time.
1: <laughs> but <both>. um yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the meantime I do work at a hotel. Yeah. It pays the bills. You know, <clears throat> I've been there for like 9 years. Yeah. And um <clears throat> and like, you know, again, it just pays the bills. Like I don't necessarily enjoy it, but it's like, at the end of the day, if living was for free, then nobody will work. Yeah. So like, uh, I just, I, it's just something for now. And um, and then when I wrote this novel, um, I said, this could be my ticket out of here. Like, you know, this could be my, you know, I could, if I find the right people to help me, um, you know, publish it. And well, I self-publish this one, but the next one, I'm going I'm to do a traditional publishing. But um, if I, I just said to myself, if I can find people, to, the right team to help me, take off then i could be a lot more happier you know i was was telling i was telling that to myself earlier today i was like i'm not happy where i'm at i'm just i I guess i have to be honest like you know i'm not and like life is just too damn short like you know and um to be unhappy all the time and um i just i just want this like like you said like when it comes to your legacy i want my legacy to be of my create my creativity you know of the things that i put out in the world as far as like costumes and my books and all all that good stuff. So, and even my singing, like I can sing too. Oh really? So. Okay.
1: Now, is that just something that you do on the side? Is it something that you're, you're trying to be a recording artist or?
0: Um, When I was in my, well, in my twenties, like I tried to be a recording artist and then I saw how seedy the, the music industry really was. Yeah. And I was like, and just dealing with people. And I said, I don't think this is for, this is for me. Like singing is more for like, it's like more for like a, uh, fun like it's a fun kind of thing like you know the past time and you know um but but the cosplay and writing novels and like just being creative that's more of my passion you know what i came to find out so
1: yeah 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. now um in a perfect world are you combining all of this together where you're cosplaying and you're singing and it's all on a character that you created yourself and on on a stage in front
0: of everyone to showcase all of your talents yeah, so my publicist actually said, Brennan, it's your fault that you're not you're not famous yet. You need to do this. And I was like, oh, shut up. But I was like, because I was telling him that um, I want to do, I want to take my genie costume and I want to do, um, sing I Never Had a Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah, so, and I said, that was, that'd be perfect. That'd be awesome. And um, so I do, we do have some stuff like in the works of where I'm going to be doing some videos of me singing, that song but I'll be dressed up in the genie costume and even of like, other characters too, like me singing in my costumes. And um, cause I think that'll be awesome. So yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the, the current novel um, is, mm-hmm. is about witches and about mystical powers and demons and those sorts of things. Is is, mm-hmm. the, is the second novel, a continuation of that same story or are you going in a diff- different direction?
0: it's a different direction but they they are they are uh, connected. They're in the same universe. Okay. So all of my books are going to be based off in Salem, Massachusetts. And um, you know, they they all kind of have the same theme of like magic and like ghosts and demons and things that go bump in the night. And um, like the, the first one uh The Brave and the Wicked, I have I kind of have a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um, kind of like a uh a you know, um a hint at the second book, uh, Kyle oh, you,
1: Sugarbaker. You, you kind of tease it, and there's
0: yeah, I kind of tease it a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's a little teaser for for the second book, for the, in the first one, and um, you know, and then even in the second book, there's some characters from the first one, so they're all kind of like intertwined. And like as I go on, you know, as I do book three and book four and book five and six and seven and so on and so forth, like they're all going to have like reoccurring characters that oh my god, I knew that character from before.
1: That one, you know, so, so um plenty of Easter eggs for people who have followed all of your stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to if you read it from book one to like you know book seven, whatever. When I get whatever I get to book seven, um, you will say, "Oh my god, I remember that from the first one," or "I remember it from the second one." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. No, I mean Pretty that's
1: much. it's so cool to to world basically world build is what you're doing where you're you're building the yeah, entire. World the entire universe, um, book by book and in a, in a perfect world, is this something that's going to just be books and that, and you're content with that? Or do you want to see these become films? Do you want to see these become animated comic books? Like, yeah.
0: I, I definitely will love to get like, see, a um, have a movie done, done right. Yeah, Um, like, you know, if, if a, if a, you know, um, a director wants to read my novel and he likes it and he wants to do a movie on it and we can cut a deal. Oh, hell yeah, definitely. And I, but I, anybody who is like involved in the project, I want them to really understand the book. That's one. And really understand what horror is. Like I want my book, I want the movie to be scary, like really scary. Like, you know, and I really want it to be intense, just like the book, you know, and I want, cause the book is scary and intense and I want, the movie just to reflect that 10 times better like yeah. you know um and have like great actors to to play like to portray these characters and um you know i'm i'm very very much of like excited that i'm hopeful that one day my book will be you know in theaters like my movie will be a movie of my book will be in theaters like you know um but you know uh baby steps i guess because i'm still starting <laughs> well also
1: um, too i mean like it just the fact that you're a very visual person anyways, yeah. in the sense that you do the costuming and you do all of these things. I mean, it makes sense that right. you would want to see a visual medium with these books. Is there any, is there any illustration to this or is it all just the written word?
0: Oh, I have some illustrations of my, of my novel. I have a lot of concept art. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't Well, I can't show them right now cause I don't have them, but like, you know, but they are like on my Instagram and on my Facebook. Um, I have a lot of like, I have like four, um, I have four, uh, what's the word, uh, uh concept arts of my, of my novel. Oh, okay. So, so of, like the different yeah. characters and stuff like that. Right, right, right. So I thought it'd be really cool to show off the monster, show off some of the characters yeah. and just like, you know, um, get people intrigued about what this book is about, you know?
1: Okay. So, I mean, can so, you, can you give us a tease as to what the second book is, is about? You mentioned that it's in the same universe,
0: It is in the same universe. Um, So the second book is called The Ghost of Kyle Sugarbaker. And it's about a boy, a young teen who gets, who is, um, he meets his untimely death, uh, a horrible death, um, after he's betrayed by the one man that he loves. And another thing too, which I wanted to touch upon is that um, my books are going to be like, you know, have a lot of LGBT uh, visibility. Yeah. and And I make that, I make a point out of that because I feel like there's a lot like a lot of times in the media they want to try to cover up LGBT issues and like LGBT characters because you know just like straight people we live our lives day to day just like you like you know yeah. and um I want to um tell like real stories of some of it is my experiences of just being gay and just like you know what I went through as a gay as a gay male and um But just like, you know, I want I want to tell like different sides of the spectrum. Like, you know, there's some people that are good and there's some people are bad and some people have good experiences. Some people have bad experiences. So um, my novel, the second one, The Ghost of Kyle Schickbaker, just shows that all like through and through. um, Just how, uh, unfortunately, sometimes bad things happen to good people, people that don't deserve it. And, you know, and it's it's up to you how you deal with it and how you go forward and how you learn from it, you know? Um, and that's what the really the, the moral of the whole story is. Yeah. Um sometimes if something horrible happens to someone, um, they can either let it like infect them and they can become evil or they can make themselves be a better person. Yeah. And um but unfortunately, Kyle, um, well, I won't give it too much away, but Something bad happens. So
1: <laughs> well, you, you gave you gave the tease, and I think that that's what we're what we're all looking yeah. for with this for sure. And and I really Ooh. definitely wanted to to uh, kind of uh, go back to what you were mentioning too. Um, you mentioned that you wanted to really point out that people in the LGBTQ community are no different than people who are not. I mean, you know, you're straights basically, but mm-hmm. like representation is important,
0: and I think yeah. a lot of
1: people are. We we live in an era now where it's okay for that to be the norm that everybody essentially is the same instead of being a stereotype, because now how many times is there, is there a black male that's in a, uh, in a movie that you've seen in the past. And the only representation you're getting is like, Oh, he's the goofy, you know, quote unquote girlfriend to the main female lead. Like Uh, there's so much nuance and character. And again, it's not something that is all gay people are exactly like this. And there's so much difference to it. And I think that, I mean, I got to applaud you that's important in the, in today's day and age to really mm-hmm. identify, but also to put on the main stage for everyone to see that we're all the same. There's just these small differences. And that doesn't mean that we can't all have the
0: same struggles that we go through. Right. Well, I have to say that I don't like how the media like portrays gay people. It just really irks me because there's always that, God, how can I say this? There's always that, like, like you said, oh, there's, there's the girly guy, he's the best friend, and yeah. he's really girly, and he's feminine. Well, guess what? Not all gay people are like that. Some people are, and that's okay. There's some guys that are, there's some men who are very, very feminine. That's okay. And there's some girls who are very, very, like, butch and very, like, masculine, and that's okay, too. But guess what? There's also men that are, that just so happen to be gay. Who are also very alpha male, bro like. They like they're like a bro basically, and like you know, they they talk like a dude and they walk like a dude and they like you know you would never guess that they well quote unquote guess that they're gay like you know. Um, and then there's some girls who are like lipstick lesbians where they they're very feminine and very like you know girly like. So I don't like it when people like have this like you know perception about people that are gay. It just irks me it just yeah. gets on my nerves like it yeah. just oh my god like and i definitely don't like it when they try to like you know try to talk about our stories and our struggles as if they know what we go through day to day because they don't yeah and like um because i know for me just being gay like you know being gay and being single for the past six years like you know what i'm saying like it is so hard to find a significant other when you're gay, like it is so hard, especially for me, because, like we, you know, they always say like, "Oh, there's somebody out there for everyone." Well, I mean, I haven't ran into him yet, like you know, and it's like <laughs> it's just it's just it's frustrating on so many levels because, you know, like your sexuality it, it doesn't define you, but it is a part of you, and it it is, it is like it, it is a part of, you know, your you know your day to day life. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it does, um, it does
1: define us to a certain degree, but I think that it defines our personality to us, mm, but it's not right. what it, it shouldn't define us for everyone else around us, because there's more to you than just your sexuality or who you want to love, and I think that that's, again, it's important that you're making these characters that have just one facet. That, that's just, they just happen to be gay. It's not who they are. You know, they happen to be gay, but then they're also, right. you know, a demon fighter, you know, or they're a witch or there's mm-hmm. so much more to it than that. And opening up the these character paradigms that we've been coached for so many years to think, oh, well, this person has to be this and this person has to be that. That, that I mean, right there. I mean, I, I think that that is a, a very important thing you're doing. So,
0: Yeah, totally. And, and that's something that I definitely wanted to like, especially with the ghost of Kyle Sugarbaker. It definitely shows um in the novel it shows two different generations of how of gay people. So like for Kyle when he was alive this this takes place back in the 90s. And we all know how gay people were, were treated in the 90s. Yeah. And uh it was maybe the, there was some of it, some of it was like people were started to be accepted but a lot of times they weren't. And um but then it jumps it jumps to like 2018 where it deals with another kid um I won't give too much away, but it deals with another kid who's also just so happens to be gay, but his experiences of being gay is a little bit more different. Like, you know, it's a little bit more, he's around people that are more accepting and more loving and more understanding as opposed to Kyle. So, um, you know, it just shows that the two different, you know, uh, the two different, like, you know, responses of how people were treated back then, you know? And unfortunately, Kyle got the short end of the stick, you know, because yeah. he was born in the wrong era, you know? So the wrong time frame, rather. So, well, I want to give you a
1: chance one more time to, to kind of pitch what you're doing. Um, again, guys, that's going to be uh www.thebraveandthewicked.com. You can pick up, uh, Brandon's stuff on the website. Um, but are you, I mean, do you have any events coming up? Are you doing any book signings? Are you, are you going to be cosplaying at any events? Like what kind of stuff you got going on coming up here soon?
0: Um, so I have three events I'm going to in August. Um, I am going to Boston Comic, well, they're calling it Boston Fan Expo. Um, that's next weekend. Okay. And then I'm I'm then I'm I'm being a guest at Terrificon. I'm signing my novel at Terrificon, which is at the Mo- the Mohegan Sun um casino in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to Dragon Con the weekend after that, um, which is the huge mecca of all conventions. Um, it, that's in Atlanta, and I'm gonna also gonna be oh, and plus I'm dressing up as the demon from The Brave and the Wicked. I'll be in total demon garb. So um, he's a six arm demon. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be like you know promoting the novel and you know getting my name out there, and hopefully people will want to buy it. <laughs> and um, also October is gonna be a huge month for me because I am basically the whole month of October in Salem. It's gonna be haunted happenings. And, um, it's basically the whole month of October. It's like, it's like a big Halloween celebration Yeah. and I'm going to out there just like in costume and like, you know, promoting my novel and just having a good Halloween, good old time. So, <laughs> so.
1: Well, very cool. Uh, where can they find you on social media if they want to interact with you, Brandon?
0: Yeah. Um, so on Facebook or Instagram, you can find me, um, as Brandon, the shapeshifter, that's my cosplay name, <laughs> but Brandon the shapeshifter, um, which is instagram and facebook oh and twitter
1: there you go so instagram twitter facebook brandon the shapeshifter. actually i'm going to look you up right now brandon mm-hmm. the shape hey there you are right there so see i was able to easily type this in and find he's right there uh is that is that a captain planet cosplay
0: yeah yeah <laughs> awesome
1: so there you go if you see brandon and you see the captain Ca- planet cosplay then you know that you found the right Facebook page. So definitely follow him there. Brandon, it was a pleasure having you on there, man. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you on, awesome. uh, on all the stuff you're doing. Thank you. Of course.
0: <laughs> this has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> yeah, boy.